Welcome to the first ever episode of Barb Wired. We're here, finally, after much development, lots of planning, uh, lots of trying to weed through the chaos that is this year. I figured now is the best time to gather everybody together in this community and have some great conversations about our favorite artist of all time, Miss Nicki Minaj. My name is Hollywood Vinny, by the way. You can follow me at at your cousin Vinny on Instagram, Twitter. So follow me there. This is a program, though, I'm going to bring to you every week on Fridays. Uh, we're going to have some great conversations. We're going to have some great debates. We're going to touch on Barb culture, Barb drama, interviews with Barbs, interviews with industry professionals, all that great stuff coming to you and all centered around our favorite Miss Nicki Minaj. Recently, of course, we are celebrating the pregnancy announcement. Lots of congratulations to Nicki and Kenneth Petty on their expected child. Uh, I predict she was about six months in that photo shoot. Not sure when the shoot happened, but I think that baby Minaj is on the way. Also, lots of other celebrity kids on the way as well. Katy Perry, you guys probably know. Sierra, Gigi Hadid. So I'm kind of interested to see what that new generation of uh, celebrity is going to bring in the coming years. But also, guys, new music. Speaking of, new body did not drop last night. Kanye did not drop his album, most likely because he was... Uh, uh, rumors are saying that it was because he was fairly upset that Taylor Swift decided to drop her album last night. Surprise announcement did come from Taylor yesterday morning that she was going to be dropping Folklore uh, featuring Bon Iver, which is, as you may know, uh, a great, great collaborator with Kanye. So maybe there were some hurt feelings there. Also, Kanye has, of course, been going through some very serious mental health issues. So prayers for Kanye and to anybody struggling with their mental health right now. If you need help, get help, say something. It is not something to be ashamed of. That being said, while still on the topic of new music, we have been clowned for the third week in a row. Last week we were waiting on Oh My God from Major Lazer and Diplo with Nicki Minaj, a collaboration also with Mr. Easy was that track. And the week before that, we were waiting on the collaboration with Juice World. It did not show up on his posthumous album. I believe Nicki is probably going to hold on to that for Nicki Minaj 5. Uh, I'm thinking it is something she wants to hold very close to her heart, especially considering her words that she shared uh, at the Billboard Music and uh, Women in Music event, and also considering the fact that they shared such an experience together on that European tour. You may remember that through a lot of the cancellations that happened because of technical difficulties, Juice World and Nicki really took to the stage and took to the fans and made sure that they felt the love and felt the appreciation that they had and how sorry they were for that inconvenience. So I, I really, I think we will get that collaboration. I think hopefully we will get the Major Laser collab too. I just think maybe it was the pregnancy that kind of put that off. But let's hope we get something soon, because new Nikki just gives me some new life. But let's get into it, guys. Lots of other new music has come this year, though. I do want to remind everybody, Nice to Meet Ya was one of the first collaborations we got. Great music video, great looks, great verse, great lyricism, as always. 
And that kind of set the tone for a lot of other great music that came from Nikki this year. Most have been collabs. I'm kind of getting a lot of a 2017 feel. I'm hoping that she still drops the album this year, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get some delays, possibly because of the pregnancy. Uh, Some barbs are suggesting that it may be released on the anniversary or around the anniversary of the original Pink Friday release in November. Lots of other great music. Say So Remix was, of course, Nikki's first number one on the Billboard charts. Uh, and that was followed up by a second number one with Trolls. Uh, collaboration with 6ix9ine. Another successful collaboration with that rapper. We'll get a little bit more into 6ix9ine uh, in another episode just because I think that collaboration and the energy between those two and the hate that both of them get deserves an entire episode, an entire conversation. So uh, I do also want to remind you guys this is going to be a platform for the barbs this is going to be a place where we can have conversations next week i'm bringing in a big barb you guys may know him uh he's somebody who has had a very integral part in me getting my voice on twitter with the barbs and he's just an all-around great dude uh and very hard worker so i will be bringing you more information about that interview coming next friday but this week uh it's just going to be a little bit watered down version i want to let you guys get wet and lubed up for this type of uh, program and platform that I am creating. So what I'm going to do today is just give you a little background about myself, um, why I am such a huge Nicki Minaj fan, and and how the connection to Nicki has influenced even some of my best career moves and opportunities. Now, let's take it way, way back to 2008, did a couple of tapes, uh couple DVDs made a couple mistakes. That was me. That was also Nikki, though. Uh, and it was, of course, a entire era. An entire era, just even for hip-hop. Um, I also want to remind people that was the time of LimeWire. That's how I located Nikki. Uh, it was through LimeWire and uh, torrenting programs. If you were alive and kicking in that time, you may know that illegal downloading was kind of the name of the game. Wasn't great for musicians or the labels, but it was great for music lovers because you could find any remix of any song and some rapper, most definitely, especially in hip hop, had recreated their own little version. And that was something that was so signature of Lil Wayne who was, of course, uh, the head of the big three that brought Nicki Minaj and Drake into the scene um, on a mainstream level. But it's it's something that also Nicki learned to mimic, and that's how I found Nicki, was through the um, Sweet Dreams remix of the Beyonce song Sweet Dreams. Um, I found it on LimeWire and loved it, loved her you know, little, um, inflections and her character play on, on that, that song. So that was how I found her. Um, I saw her on other tracks, you know, it was a very saturated time for music, especially if you were doing it through LimeWire and, um, through illegal downloading. Sometimes it was just a click, 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 click download. You didn't even know what song you were listening to. Once it got onto a CD, you burned, uh, just some simpler times, but that's how I found Nikki. Then, of course, 2009 came, Bedrock, Put This Pussy on Your Sideburns, all that good shit. And that was really the start, the start of my taste for Miss Minaj. 
Of course, 2010 brought the Pink Friday album, which was a very crucial time for me. Um, I graduated high school in 2009, and I didn't come out until I was 19. Um, so it took, you know, some time for me to come to terms with who I was and my identity, my sexual identity. Um, so when I was kind of encountering those mental trials and tribulations, uh, I miraculously came across Nikki at that time. And I can't speak for anybody else, but for me as a young, um, confused gay boy in the South, originally raised in New York, so really not getting the Southern thing, uh, I was enamored by Nicki Minaj and her lyricism, um, her creativity, her boisterous, you know, I don't give a fuck attitude. That was what I needed. And I love Trina. I love Shauna. I loved, um, you know, Kim. I loved all the greats before that. But Nikki had a different approach. And if you notice, you know, it wasn't really until that debut studio album, Pink Friday, dropped till the other girls really started to see the competition or even rather just resent what they had not accomplished in their time before her um, debut. So that was the start of it for me. Um, I remember the VMA pre-show performance when she performed Check It Out with Will I Am. Fell in love with that. Loved the space age suit and beehive thing. And, you know, and then it was just slay after slay after slay. I mean, it was Grammys looks, VMA looks, MTV Movie Award looks, Billboard Music Award looks, BET Award looks. There was never stopping Nikki. And there was never really any predicting what she was going to show up as or what kind of character or energy she was going to bring to a red carpet, a stage, a performance, or a collaboration. Uh, one of my favorite collaborations still is with Robin Thicke, the Shaking It For Daddy. I love that song. Uh, it's not a long verse. It's not a very intricate verse, but she just has that way about her where she's like, ting-a-ling-a-ling, show them the middle finger ring. <laughs> and I love that shit. So um, that is you know, where I really started to love and adore this person. I found parallels in our stories. She grew up in Jamaica, Queens, outside Jamaica, Queens. My dad always worked out of the Long Island Railroad train yard in Jamaica, Queens. Uh, so I knew that well. I am from New York. I am a Sagittarius. She's a Sagittarius, you know. So all those things that you, you come to find with an artist that, draws you more and more into their story and makes you invest yourself in in their journey. So that is really, you know, what tied me to her as a person the most. Um, I know a lot of people have different perceptions of her. A lot of people go off of perceptions that other people have of her. Um, but it's, it, it's about your perception. It's about your taste for the music. And don't let anybody ever shy you away from that. Um, it's very important for you to stay true to you, whether it be in style, whether it be in sound, whether it be in just socializing. Don't, don't succumb to peer pressure. It's not worth it. Do you. Enjoy what you like. Because I guarantee you, my story is, is proof, 
what you may have been teased for as a kid, what the other kids didn't get, what the boys didn't get. Later, if you stay true to that and you hold your passions in your heart, that will come to be your biggest, biggest tool and biggest advantage over other people. So many people follow what they think they need to follow. Social media right now is all about trends and creating trends and people following trends and repeating trends. And it's it's toxic because you're not being genuine. You're not being authentic. And that's one thing that I've always gotten from Nikki was authenticity. Um, even, you know, interviews, there is not really a, a random or rather... Um, irresponsible comment that she makes. She's very well thought out. And I think that's why also you see that rapport with her and Ellen. It's just, it's, it's instant. It's genuine um, because the charisma meets each other right there. So fast forward, let's say uh, to 2013, I decided to move to Los Angeles. Always wanted to work in entertainment. Always wanted to escape Florida. I was living in Orlando with my ex-boyfriend at the time, and it just was time for me to make some changes. So I left and moved out here, took on the journey, eyes really big, knowing nothing, no college degree, dropped out of college, UCF in Orlando. It does stand for you can't finish, by the way, but finish if you can. Uh, and so I just started a whole new journey out here and I started taking opportunities that I could anywhere I could learn, you know, understanding that I didn't have experience. I didn't have a necessary skill that other people could absolutely utilize or, or even need. Um, all I had really was my voice, my confidence and what had always worked for me, which was my rapport with people and ability ability to communicate well with others. So that's where I started. I started PAing. I have worked on uh, Cupcake Wars, Cake Wars on Food Network, Discovery Channel's Expedition Unknown, Animal Planet's Bigfoot, uh, or Finding Bigfoot. So lots of different programs, uh, mostly in reality TV. I've also worked for music labels. I have worked with some of the most talented young artist. You may know Mandy Giroux. She was uh, a great friend and collaborator with Miley Cyrus. They had their Miley and Mandy show on YouTube. Also, I worked with uh, Dominique Young Unique. She just dropped a song recently, Why? Awesome, awesome banger, uh, female rapper. You may know her though from Diplo's song, Earthquake. Back, uh, I think 2012 was the time of that collaboration great rapper definitely needs more shine so if you don't know her dominique young unique so creative uh and a huge barb so that is some of my experience i've also worked with some younger vocalists mackenzie soul uh he was featured quite often on dance moms with abby lee miller as some of you know, I also work in dance music, EDM, lots of music festivals, festival ops. I've done lots of interviews uh, for dance music blogs. So I've tried to really take any opportunity I can that allows me to learn and expand my portfolio a little bit more. But it wasn't until I started working for TMZ when I really got my breakout role as a barb and when the world started to see my identity as a barb. It was actually a job as a 
tour guide for their TMZ celebrity tour here in Hollywood. We showed the guests lots of great places around town, places you may have seen on the show. Also gave me the opportunity to interview celebrities if we encountered them, try to get them on the bus, say hello to the guests, take some pictures. Some of the celebrities I encountered, uh, CeeLo Green, Little Xan, um, Dog the Bounty Hunter, Josh Dumel, lots of greats, Lisa Vanderpump, uh, all out and about around town. And then if the interview was good enough in Harvey's eyes, I would pitch it for the show and it would wind up on the show and I would be allowed to make some commentary. So I would wind up on the show once or twice a week and had the opportunity to interject myself into certain conversations in the newsroom. Now, my one policy was always that I was never going to say anything or speak on anything that I didn't know about because I know very well that editing is a game of resources. And so if what they need is a funny out and they need to make you look like the idiot to do that, you're going to look like an idiot. So I often kept my mouth shut, but it was um, upon the rise of Cardi B that I had to start interjecting my opinion uh, a few more times here and there. Just some fact checks about things that they didn't really understand in the newsroom. Uh, of course, some negative vibes that they were just insisting upon Nikki and really trying to kind of carve out this space for Cardi to take her place. I was not going to stand for that. So I spoke up quite a few times. Uh, one time in particular was, of course, after the New York Fashion Week incident. Lots of people had opinions. Uh, it was a quite divisive moment for hip hop, especially for female rap. But here's how that went. She has one shoe on and you can see the other shoe in the background and she's running out in a red dress. That's a total Nicki Minaj callback. It makes sense. She ran out of the party in a red dress. She does things better than other people do. Nicki Minaj has had far more hits than, than Cardi B has. She's been around longer. She's an enormous star. Cardi B has penetrated mainstream culture in a way that Nicki Minaj never has. He's the biggest Nicki yeah, Minaj fan. Because y'all totally off on this. Everybody's seeing the Cardi come up, but they're not seeing that Nicki is the pink print for all of them. You crazy as hell, little Kim, Foxy Brown, Queen Latifah, if in you In the age of social back. media, in the age of, of wrangling your fans the way Nicki Minaj did no, before please. anybody else was. Trina is 100% better than all these bitches, personally. Hey, do you know who Trina is? Do you know who Absolutely. Trina Rockstar, girl. Oh, <laughs> Don't even try my knowledge. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I like you. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what you get when you cross the queen with your illegitimate facts. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. Everybody's entitled to like who they like. But if who you like doesn't like who I like and they make that known to everybody and they try to make everybody not like who I like, then I'm not going to like you. That's the way it goes. So that was one of many moments. Um, many more followed. I... We'll get into those later down the line, but I just wanted to show you guys, don't ever doubt yourself. Don't doubt your passion. Just go for it. There are so many different lanes to take in life, and I think it is so important for you to trust your gut. 
There are so many influences in today's world that make us feel like we have to doubt ourselves, like we have to emulate someone else's journey. And the truth is, if you stay true to you, you will get the best you you can be. It's just as simple as that. So hope you guys stay safe this weekend. Please enjoy it. Go bump some Nikki. Uh, please stay tuned for some more pregnancy news. I know we are all waiting to hear some more, maybe get some more looks and stay tuned for that new interview coming next Friday with a big barb and please DM me, follow me if you'd like at your cousin Vinny. I am Hollywood Vinny. I appreciate you guys so much for joining me on this first episode. I'm going to bring more of you in. If you have any suggestions, if you want me to cover any specific topics, DM me. Otherwise, stay blessed, stay less stressed, and enjoy some Nicki Minaj.